All right, everybody, welcome to the Deal Gen Podcast, where we talk to investors, entrepreneurs, and business titans about a wide range of topics and experiences. The Deal Gen Podcast is brought to you by Deal Gen Partners. Deal Gen Partners is the leading deal origination service on the market for private equity buyers. Deal Gen Partners combines their M&A and private equity experience with a proprietary method of multi-channel marketing services that they call the Bird Dog. This unique recipe generates transaction-ready deals at an unmatched pace and increases a private equity fund's chances of closing a deal by up to 10x. Reach out to DealGen Partners before you begin searching for your next investment. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the DealGen Podcast. My name is Joe Zanka, your host. Um, Welcome back to another episode. Again, on this show, I like to talk about things that I'm currently experiencing as an entrepreneur, as somebody who's kind of working through this private equity world and, you know, kind of making our footprint in it. Um, Topic for today, hope is not a business model. What I mean by that is you need to be able to control your own destiny. You can't be hoping that things go your way. You can have a level of luck and a level of, you know, um, expectations from others to drive your business forward, but you can't cross your fingers that things are going to get done for you or that, you know, someone else is going to come and save the day. Hope is not a business model. For DealGen, there's some glaring areas of our business model where we are kind of hoping that things get done. As an origination firm, as a firm that originates opportunities, We're only actually staying involved to a certain point, meaning that when we originate a deal, we send it to one of our clients, one of our clients wants to move forward with that deal. We help them to the point where they make a, an offer or an LOI on that company. So we stay involved basically up until the point of LOI. Now, when someone makes an offer in a business and it gets accepted, that does not mean this deal is closed by any means. What it means is now our fund or our client who we brought to the table is going to take about 45 to 60, maybe even 90 days to literally shred the company that they're about to buy into pieces to try to find any reason why they shouldn't buy them or they shouldn't, um, or they shouldn't, you know, go through with the exact offer that they made. Now they're not looking for reasons to run away from the LOI. They're looking for glaring pieces of information that would make this not a good deal for them. So there's a big difference, right? You know, you don't make an offer on something and then go into the situation not wanting to get the deal done. Every time some one of our clients makes an offer, they are intending on closing on that company. The problem is during due diligence, which is that 60 to 90 day period, a lot of different issues come up. Um, and things change, right? We're all human. Um, sellers might want to back out and not do the deal anymore. Buyers may find something that, you know, just makes the deal no longer a great fit and they decide to part ways and the deal is over. So after LOI, deal gen's current business model to a degree is to hope that our clients are able to execute that deal is to hope that the seller that we brought to the table and the buyer that we brought to the table can agree upon getting the deal that they signed done. We hope that, you know, the 
seller's family doesn't get involved to a point where they screw up the deal. We're hoping that the buyer um, doesn't get to a point where they can't raise the necessary capital to get the deal done because credit markets dry up. As you can see, there's a lot of different hope that goes into getting this deal closed at this point. And when you're hoping something happens, you know, there are things that we can control, right? We can control how many of these situations we have going on. So if we only have one deal potentially closing or under LOI at a time, you know, you're going to be stressed out. If you have 20, 30 deals that are in some way, shape, or form in offer stage where, you know, uh, one of our clients is about to make an offer on a company or they've made an offer on a company or they're set to close within, you know, a week, um, you know, that one deal falling apart becomes a little bit less meaningful. Any any deal falling apart where you put work into, obviously, is, um, you know, is, is something that you'd never want to happen, but it's kind of show business. That's life, uh, you know, in this world and things don't always go your way. So you have to expect it. But what we can control is how many opportunities we have at that stage. We control how many opportunities, you know, how well we are at presenting the deal at the beginning so that our buyers pay attention to what we bring them and recognize a good opportunity when they see it. Um, but as you can see, to a certain degree, we're hoping that things get done. So how do you change that? Well, there's a couple of different ways. One, I mean, I mentioned this before on podcasts, and if we were just a success fee driven business, right, our business model is retainer and success fee on a closed transaction. If we did not charge a retainer and we were just hoping that these deals get closed, we would be in trouble, right? Because someone buying someone else's business, I don't care how much experience you have or how much money you have, it takes a lot of time to get those to the point where they're integrated enough and they're funded well enough where that transaction can actually get done. So you might be waiting six, seven, eight months to get paid on something that you brought to LOI, you know, at the beginning of the year. So, and then that deal could fall apart. And for that entire six to eight months, you didn't get paid anything because you didn't charge a retainer. That's why we do both, right? So if we were successfully only, you know, the hope would be, it would be even more important. Like we'd be hoping and praying that deals get done. The retainer allows our business to smooth itself out a little bit, right? We're still getting paid money to find more deals. We're still getting paid and putting money in the bank account. We're not, you know, we're still profitable. Even with just our, on, at this point in our, in, in our life cycle, we could operate solely on retainers and, and be a profitable company, which is really cool. Um, but that being said, that's not what our business model is. It's to go out and find deals and get them done and get them closed. So what do you do at that point? Well, there's a couple different ways that we've kind of taken a look at this situation. Finding the right clients is totally, you know, a, a, a way to uh, lessen the amount of hope that you have to put into your day-to-day -day life. So if you know that, you know, your clients have a great track record of closing deals, they want to get deals done, uh, that gives you a lot more comfort in the fact that they'll do whatever it takes to get a deal done that they like um, and that you're in good hands, you know. And so that's something that we've been really working on is working with the right clients. Um, but secondly... You know, it could be offering additional services that give you more of that control, right? When I am bringing on a new private equity fund, it's up to me to paint the picture of why DealGen is valuable and make that initial sale uh, and get more retained clients. So that's one way that we have control over our situation. Our destiny is or bring on new clients 
it's up to us to to make those sales. But I think that another way that you know we've seen the ability to to make money um, is you know maybe offering additional services, right? So some of our clients, you know, when they're they own these companies. It might not be even a company that we found them. It could be a company that was already in their portfolio or something they bought from somewhere else. But many of these companies find themselves in situations where they might need debt, right? And so DealGen has taken the approach where we've made a number of different relationships in the credit world where if someone does need debt, we can bring them to direct lenders and get paid um, for successfully facilitating that transaction. So how is that more in control? Well, when it comes to providing credit to somebody, you know, it's a lot more cut and dry. It's basically a math problem. You can afford this much money and this is how much we're willing to give you. Um, and so the deals are a lot easier to close. They can, they can close much faster. And I think that, you know, we could go out and find those opportunities and bring them, you know, in a repeatable manner um, to the relationships and the debt side that we've made too. All of our paying clients are private equity funds that own businesses that might need credit or they're buying businesses and they might need credit to execute those transactions. So if we have control over the credit relationships, we have control over the, you know, the debt providers and the funds that provide debt, then we have control over, you know, how many of those relationships that we can make. And we have control from, you know, start to finish on that. So we can say, hey, this is what we're going to need to see in order to get you this, these funds. This, this is what you know our credit guys need to see in order to get this transaction done. We can get um, papered up with both sides of the party, and we can bring all that information forward in a way where our credit facilitators can quickly determine whether or not it's a deal they want to do. So that's another way that we've kind of taken control of our situation. But you know, at the end of the day, I don't think you want to start a business where you're hoping for something to close. I think when you're, when you're hoping something goes your way, so much can, you know, go the opposite direction. And in our world, you know, if you were, you know, baseball is a funny stat. Baseball is one of the only sports where you can fail seven times and succeed three and you could be in the hall of fame. I think in 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 M and A and private equity, you know, deal making, um, those numbers are more. You can, you know, you could go three for a thousand and be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, so it might take a thousand deals for you to close three. So that percentage obviously is 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 way lower. Um, and it's important to know your industry. It's important to know that information because you could bring. 800, you know, pretty good deals. But at the end of the day, you're hoping that, you know, they're going to buy one of those deals and they might never, you know, and that might never close. So hope is not a business model is something that, you know, I've kind of always had in the back of my head. I know that on the buy side of, of deal gen, you know, there is a certain level of, man, I hope this deal doesn't fall apart. Um, but that's, you know, with everything at the end of the day, recognizing that it could be a problem is important and then putting steps in place to fix that ever becoming a real, real issue and destroying your business is even more important. So, you know, getting things like monthly retainers, providing additional services where you do have control over, you know, the destiny of, of where they go and, you know, being willing to, I guess, you know, be patient um, and 
recognize that things take time. And, you know, while you are hoping that something closes, just because it's taking an extra month or two, doesn't mean that it's not going to. Um, you know, someone wise once told me that every good deal fails three times. And I'm starting to recognize that. I'm starting to see that, you know, a lot more often. So hope is not a business model. It's something I hope that you take with you if you're ever going to start a business or if you're in the middle of one right now and things just seem out of your control. You know, take more reins over and more responsibility over your business and your livelihood and, you know, what your company can produce in any given year. Well, appreciate it as always, guys. Thanks for the time, and uh, we'll see you later. Thanks. Thanks.